Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I will be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Tips on Hiring a Supervisor. Once you start getting your business off the ground and acquiring accounts, you'll soon realize that time is precious. There's only so much of it available during the day, and each new task you add to your plate subtracts from the available amount of time you have. I can clearly remember the mixed feelings I had once I got a new account. On one hand, I felt wonderful because of all that extra income I could spend. Yet, with that wonderful feeling came the nearly simultaneous feeling of dread as well. How would I staff this new account? When would I have the time to train them? Would the people I hire be any good? Ah, lots of emotions all mixed together. Now, a lot of what I just described is just life. That's part of being a business owner. You have to fight through that. But far too many business owners tend to be micromanagers and try to do it all themselves. That is not the answer. Trust it. Trust me, because that's what I try to do. You need some help. That's the answer. But one of the ways to lessen the burden is to hire a supervisor. They can help take some of the load off your your plate and give you a sense of being in control again. When you try to do everything yourself, you can easily feel like you are a car careening out of control, and a supervisor can help bring some order back to the world you live in. Now, a supervisor can be just about anything you want them to be, so you can create an incredibly complicated job description where they are in charge of a whole boatload of tasks or a simple one that just is meant to lessen the burden on you. Today, I just want to talk about the simple version. That's always the best way to start because it's easier to achieve. So the goal for me when hiring this new supervisor person is to think of what their role would be. So I thought about it, and my goal for my situation was to have someone who I trusted to serve a few simple purposes. They needed to have some experience cleaning. That's why I wouldn't have to train them over and over again. They needed to know how to keep an account clean and issue-free, because that's an important part of being a supervisor. They needed to be able to check and objectively evaluate other people's work. And most importantly, they needed to be able to fill in if someone called out. That is what I wanted. If I could find that person, it would take a lot off my plate. Now, after working all day, the last thing I wanted to do was go around checking accounts and filling in for those that couldn't make it to work, which I seemed to be doing all the time, and it was driving me crazy. So this supervisor is what I needed. Now, the best way I found to pull off hiring a supervisor is to look first at who I had working for me. Why go out and try to hire someone I knew nothing about when I could possibly choose from someone I already had trusted to work for me? So that's my first tip. Look within first. I found that this almost always worked for me. I wanted someone who was looking for more hours and was willing to earn just a little more in exchange for taking on just a little more responsibility. They could still call you if they got in a pinch for advice. You could still jump in the car and give them a hand if need be. So it's not like you're just handing them out to dry. Of course, this is not a perfect solution, but it would still handle about 80% of what you would have had to do yourself if you didn't have them. That's a great trade-off. More freedom in exchange for just a little more per hour to a supervisor. That sounds like a deal to me. My second tip is to think creatively. Most people think they need to have some full-time supervisor to do everything. But like I said, you don't have to go that route. Keep it simple. You can probably just add a few hours per week to an existing employee's schedule 
and have it work out just fine. That'll take a load off you. I would normally have this employee that I promoted to supervisor keep the job they're currently cleaning and just add some time to each day so that they can check on the others for me. Like I said, keep it simple. My third tip is just to have this person check and or cover for the accounts that are giving you the most headaches. Don't have this new supervisor checking on accounts and employees that don't give you any grief. You can do that yourself if need be. Send them to the areas that will give you the most bang for your supervisor buck. My final tip is to make sure you don't abandon your supervisor when they are in need. You don't want them to have the same feelings of hopelessness that you had before you hired them. So this means you may need to occasionally go out and help them out if they're in a pinch. This may also mean you need to, may need to fill in for them if they need a day off for some special occasion. The better you treat them, the better they're going to treat you. I mean, that just makes sense. So this wraps up this week's podcast. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog post for my the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the contact me page. I look forward to talking to those that touch base and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.